The Bitcoin Layer is proud to be sponsored by Foundation Devices. Go check out their beautiful Passport hardware wallet and make sure to get your Bitcoin into cold storage today. Welcome back to the Bitcoin Layer. I'm Nick Batia, and in today's episode, I'm going to show you three signs from this week that the recession has arrived. Now, my base case on the economy from the last few months has been that we are entering a period of economic contraction at some point. Now, the economy teetering on the edge over the last few months, I now believe, was set into motion a recession starting sometime in March due to the SVB fallout, as well as a loss in confidence in the banking system a credit contraction, and then an associated slowdown in the rest of the economy. So that is now becoming my base case that we actually entered recession at some point in the middle of March. Now let's look at three signs that show me the recession has arrived. Number one, on Monday of this week, we received the ISM manufacturing survey. Now, as our audience knows, ISM manufacturing is one of the longest standing best data series that we have in the United States on the economy. And especially with regards to a data series that correlates strongly with broader GDP. Now, the ISM manufacturing survey printed a number in the 46 area this week down from 47 last month, down from 50 in November of last year, and down from 60 in November of 2021. So what we have had is a slow and steady decline in the ISM manufacturing survey data over the last one and a half years to a point now where the 47 level, as we've discussed in our newsletter, which you can subscribe to at thebitcoinlayer.com slash subscribe. In our economic analysis, we have seen that the 47 level on ISM manufacturing correlates very strongly with the expansion contraction dynamic of the broader U.S. economy. That means readings below 47 generally correlate with a recession. So, The data has shown now that ISM manufacturing is below 46, sorry, below 47, which shows us that we are in contraction in the manufacturing sector. And it also lines up with historically levels that see negative GDP growth, also known as a recession. Two additional notes on the ISM manufacturing survey. Number one, this morning on Wednesday, we received the ISM services data. This is also showing a sharp slowdown, although not below the 50 level of contraction. Now, ISM services has shown us nonetheless that prices are falling, employment is falling, and new orders are also falling in the services sector. So we can see that the U.S. economy is indeed slowing, but the manufacturing number is the one that tells us that we could be in a contraction right now. The second point I want to point your attention to is another PMI survey. This is another survey of managers in the economy that shows what is going on in businesses. Are they hiring or firing? Are they getting good new orders or slowing new orders? 
the S&P has a PMI index as well. And in that index, we get a flash reading, which is a preliminary reading about two thirds of the way through the month. And then we get a final reading right away as the month begins. So as the next month begins. So in our flash reading of services on the S&P PMI, we saw a reading of 53.8. And that came in at 52.6 this morning after the preliminary reading was much higher. Now, what does it mean that the final reading on this S&P PMI survey was so much weaker than the preliminary reading given to us only a few days ago? Well, the flash reading or the preliminary reading that we get is actual survey data from the first couple weeks of the month. So it's telling us what respondents were actually telling the survey data collectors during the first couple weeks of March. Now that reading or that survey data spit out a reading of 53.8. What the reading that came in at 52.6 tells me is that the delta between the prelim and the final number shows us that the survey data collected in the last week or so of March was significantly worse than the early parts of March. And remember, in the middle of the March is in the middle of March is when we got the Silicon Valley bust, as well as the collapse of Credit Suisse and the takeover by UBS. So the delta between the prelim and the final number is never really this large. I know it doesn't look by look much with only a 1.2 delta, but that is actually quite significant. And it tells me that the back half of March saw significantly weaker data than the first half of March, adding to my thesis here that the recession really got into full gear here in the middle of March after the SVB collapse. Now, the second sign that we received this week that tells me the recession has arrived, the JOLTS data. This is a labor market data point that we get once a month that tells us the demand for labor. This means how many job listings are available. And in that data, we see a collapsing number that generally correlates with recession. So what does it mean when job listing collapses? That means companies that are looking for labor and have a bunch of job listings on their website or other websites, they are starting to remove those listings. We take a quick break to bring you a message from our sponsor. Passport is the Bitcoin hardware wallet you already know how to use. With a gorgeous design and familiar interface, Passport makes it easier than ever to self-custody your Bitcoin. No more sitting at your computer and staring at tiny screens. With Passport, you can easily view your balance and move Bitcoin in and out of cold storage. Make sure to go check it out at thebitcoinlayer.com slash foundation and use the promo code Bitcoin layer for $10 off your purchase. Now, this is finally a data point that we are receiving from the labor market that corresponds with the news of mass layoffs of large corporations. We see Amazon, Meta, and Disney 
laying off large amounts of workers, we see management consultants such as McKinsey and Accenture with mass layoffs. We see Apple, the world's largest company, pausing its bonuses, pausing hiring. These are all signs that the labor market is slowing, yet from the NFP side of things, we continue to see modestly strong data from the labor market. Now, this JOLTS data finally is showing us that listings are falling and the rates market responded really drastically to this data that we received on Tuesday of this week. Rates fell. The expectation for further hikes fell. And in this way, we can see that the rates market and traders in the money markets and those that are pricing in Fed hike expectations as well as Fed cut expectations are finally seeing the weakness that they have been looking for in the labor market. And I believe that the JOLTS data we received yesterday is the first red flag in the labor market that we have received in this cycle and a big sign that the recession could have started already. Now, the last and final sign that I want to tell you about that we received this week that tells me the recession has arrived is a chart that we received from Bloomberg anchor Lisa Abramowitz. Now, Lisa is a great follow. I suggest you guys all go follow her. She has a strong fixed income background and she's one of the more fixed income forward Bloomberg anchors out there. Now, Lisa has tweeted out this chart this week about the global syndicated loan issuance market. Now, what are global syndicated loans? We think about equity and the bond markets as the main publicly traded markets, right? And in corporate land, the bond market is a very large portion of the funding source of these corporations. They tend to heavily rely on the investment grade bond market for raising money. Now, companies that aren't as large as some of the mega caps that are able to tap the bond market with regularity, they have to seek capital from the loan market. Now, they are not traditional. Some companies issue bonds and loans, but many of the mid to smaller companies are not able to tap the bond market. They have to issue loan or they have to borrow via this loan issuance market. And the syndicated loan market, what that word syndicated means is that a lead bank will come in and lend the money to these companies and then go out and syndicate that loan, meaning that it will raise money from other banks or its investor clients to be able to fund these companies fully. The bank doesn't want to be the only counterparty lending to this company. The bank wants the capital market to respond. Now, just because loans are not bonds doesn't mean they don't trade. These syndicated loans trade in the market. It's just that they're not securities and the data isn't very widely available because it's more of an over-the-counter market. Now, that's a summary of the global syndicated loan market. But what does this chart tell us? This chart tells us that the issuance levels are at the lowest they have been since 2010, and that is on a quarterly basis. We can also see that this is not a calendar effect of Q1. This chart that we see right here is showing us that in the last few years, we are at the lowest level we have been in terms of total loan issuance. This is a sign that the credit contraction is here with us. 
Credit contraction means that credit is not being issued at the same degree that it was previously, a contraction in the issuance of credit. Now, the falling loan issuance numbers is another way of saying that less money is being issued to small and mid-sized companies. This is the credit contraction in full force. Now, the caption on this chart says that loan issuance is falling as borrowing cost rises. And that makes sense to us, right? As companies face higher borrowing costs, let's say they have to borrow this year at 9% versus two years ago at 5%, the huge 4% increase in total borrowing charge is making it unaffordable to the companies or it's making it so that the lender, the banks and the investors say, we don't believe you can pay back a 9% interest rate based on your current financials. So they're just not issuing those loans. So to recap, number one, a slowing ISM manufacturing data point. This is really the best data point we have in US economic land giving us decades and decades of correlation with GDP. Number two, falling job listings. This is a declining jolts reading. The Fed has noted that they are watching this number closely. The rates market responded strongly yesterday to this falling number. And I believe that the job market is finally starting to turn based on this number alone. And number three, falling global syndicated loan issuance, which tells me credit contraction is here. Thanks for joining us today on the Bitcoin layer. Make sure to subscribe to our newsletter at thebitcoinlayer.com slash subscribe, where we put out three pieces a week, research and analysis, analyzing Bitcoin through a global macro lens. And we hope you'll catch us next time. The Bitcoin layer is sponsored by Foundation Devices. See what best in class Bitcoin cold storage feels like at thebitcoinlayer.com slash foundation and enter promo code BitcoinLayer for $10 off your passport. Now, the passport wallet is one of the most beautiful hardware wallets I've ever seen. I have one. I got set up with Foundation's concierge service. This allows you to set up your passport, pair it with your Envoy app, track your Bitcoin balance on your phone, and receive Bitcoin to cold storage without ever having to touch your passport. I really recommend this device. You guys should go check it out and make sure to get your Bitcoin into self-custody and off exchanges today.